seven ways holiday shopping will be different this year and what you need to know to get the best deals, but also get the stuff that you need in time. We're here with expert Amy Goodman to tell us all about it. It is Wednesday, November 18th. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And I'm lifestyle journalist, Amy E. Goodman, coming from my kitchen island in Washington, D.C. Here on Money with Friends, we talk about the latest personal finance headlines. We add in the insights and wisdom of our fantastic cast of thought leaders like shopping and lifestyle expert, Amy E. Goodman. We mix in questions and comments from our money friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Welcome back, Amy. We had a wonderful show on Tuesday talking about upping your wardrobe for your very first job. We had lots of shopping tips for everyone. Today, a different kind of shopping tip because this holiday season, oh boy, it's going to be different, right? Yeah, there's a lot to navigate. In a lot of ways, there are new things to consider. And it feels like it's, you know, since, uh, uh, Amazon's Prime Day, which was moved from July into October, that ever since then, really, all it's like seems full throttle for the holiday shopping. I'm sure a lot of viewers are feeling it. Are you already starting your holiday shopping earlier? How has it been for you so far? So, you know, I, I'm a kind of a mixture of a shopper. Uh, sometimes I'll get very invigorated start of season and get very zealous and make lists and feel excited. And then inevitably I'm like that last minute person who's like, oh my gosh, who's offering free shipping? I need something tomorrow. <laughs> so, um, we'll see how I channel that this season because definitely I cannot really be the last minute shopper anymore. No, we cannot be last minute shoppers because it may not be in stock and it may not get where it needs to be on time. And I think a lot of these companies are not making promises anymore. Everything is on the table. Let's see which one of our friends is going to lead us into today's headline. This is Andy from Derby, Vermont. The money talking party starts now. It's time for Money with Friends. All right. This comes from Kiplinger's. It is seven ways holiday shopping will be different this year. The pandemic has retailers and consumers reconsidering their approach to holiday shopping. And this is by Andrea or is Andrea? Do you know her? Andrea? Andrea? Andrea. Andrea. Andrea Brown Taylor. And she talks about the fact that holiday shopping, especially on Black Friday, which is coming up, is going to be a lot different this year. That's because... A lot of consumers are hesitant about being in the middle of, you know, crowded stores because, you know, the global health pandemic thing. Um, 60% of shoppers say they plan to buy most of their holiday gifts online, according to the National Retail Federation's annual holiday survey. So retailers are revamping their approach to holiday sales in an effort to get consumers to spend more while limiting potential exposure to COVID-19. And there are seven ways that are outlined in this piece. So, um... First of all, before we go through those, just what is your general assessment of the holiday season and your general advice just to get started, Amy? Yeah. So going to my point where I sometimes do a lot of last minute shopping during the holiday season, there's something about the thrill and the rush that courses through my veins and makes me feel like I'm doing good last minute. I really cannot be that elf this year. So there are definite advantages to starting now, if you haven't already, to generating some lists making your budget at the very least, and then commencing on the, on the vastness that we're going to about to approach of the various ways that you can shop uniquely this holiday season. Well, because it used to be kind of a game of chicken, right? Yeah. I mean, um, 
I, I very much feel like, well, well, I have to say there are people who start shopping in July. Are, are you one of those people? There I are am people not. literally who start shopping in July for the holidays and they're done. They're like done by Halloween. I, I am not one of those people. So I actually feel like there's more choices for me this season. Well, I think that's good. I feel a little bit less pressure already because it's not about this one day and feeling like if you miss out and feeling that sort of stress. But on that note, so let's start going into Andrea Brown-Taylor and Kiplinger's, um, her tips, her ways that it's going to be different. Um, The first way is holiday sales are going to launch much earlier and they're already launching. But here's my question, Amy. So the sales are launching earlier, but I still feel skeptical. Like, am I a sucker if I buy it now? Because maybe they still will do bigger Black Friday sales, right? Like, they, are they just saying it? No, I totally actually fall into this category because I already purchased, per my son's request, I would like to add, matching family jammies for the entire family. I'm sure that's the first time you've ever discussed that on this show. And uh, it was on sale Even the, the husband. Even, even your husband is going <laughs> to oh, wear the jammies? Oh, even – oh, no, he's already worn them. He has worn them. It has been a success, a private one. I don't know if I'm going to post this one on social media, but per my 10-year-old's request, we got the matching family jammies. I did get a discount on them, but while I was purchasing them, you know, for four family members, I thought, oh, it's a little bit more than I want to spend. One, I wanted to make sure I got the style that I wanted. Two, I was really invested in the color because it was my son's favorite color. So I decided to go ahead and buy it in advance. Keep the receipts. A lot of retailers will honor if they have a lower price later in the holiday season. Most are really honoring kind of the price matching even within their own sales. So maybe that takes a little bit of the pressure off for you, Bobby. Yeah, I think it does because I do always feel like a sucker. The other thing that, you know, you worry about is they would have these limited sales on Black Friday that were, you know, they would advertise this television that was a very specific television and maybe they only had 50 in stock and that's when they get the doorbuster sales and all that. I mean, are they going to have that? Well, I cannot speak to the terms of supply and demand and quantity at each of these retailers. I know certainly they are bracing themselves for the fact that they are going to have a sale and probably will sell more. So are, are trying to prepare on that end. But even now that concept of the doorbuster, I don't know if you remember Mervyn's a national retail chain where on Thanksgiving they had this kind of, now we call it viral, um, commercial that was like, open, 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 open with a woman standing before the Mervyn's store. Uh, and literally it was dark at night. She was in her pajamas waiting for that Black Friday sale to start. And with that concept of rushing to the store, standing in line, it is a part of the past, right? That's not even going to be uh, part of our narrative this holiday shopping season. So in that regard, um, the doorbusters, the quote doorbusters, are really available even now. So retailers like Walmart, just as one example, has a rollout of three periods of sale periods and really taking the emphasis off the one Black Friday holiday. Target also promised before we even hit this month of November that the entire month of November would feature rolling um, sales and deals. So really, instead of Black Friday, we're talking about a Black November. Okay, let's get back to the uh, seven seven things that are going to be different. So number two, consumers will switch to online shopping more. More consumers will switch to online shopping. I mean, that's not really a surprise because we've already been doing that, right? 
Right. And I think actually now we're geared up really well to make our holiday purchases as such, because now maybe if you didn't do groceries online before and had it delivered, but you're already doing it, and maybe you didn't get your drugstore items delivered or shipped, but now you're doing that as well. So you're already kind of primed for this online holiday uh, shopping season. Number three, expect shipping delays will get worse. That's something you've already talked about. Yeah. We just don't even know. know. Yeah. Yes, you know, and last time when we were talking, just a little hint about what was to come, we were thinking more like, you know, the election and all of the, just the volume of what was happening with the election was going to slow down shipping. And now retailers are just saying themselves they can't really guarantee any uh, shipping dates per se because the volume is going to be so vast and kind of unprecedented. So this is all the more the reason to make your purchases now and early so that it almost accounts for some time to give you a bit of buffer, especially if you are having things or gifts sent, uh, sent directly to their recipient. Yeah. And, and the next one is something I want to really dive into with you a little bit more because it can be a good thing, but it can also be a tough thing. That is number four, gift cards will become more popular. Gift cards are tricky, right? I, you know, I, when I saw this, I was like, really? And I I can understand why, because you really want a person to have the maximum amount of choice, maybe in a site. You're not sure what they want. That's another category. And a lot of times we use gift cards when we are at a loss for any other type of gift. So we think, okay, this is kind of like a catch-all. Maybe this is is a good catch-all gift. Um, But I think it has to do more with like kind of the delivery. You can do a last minute gift card electronically. You know, it's going to get to their gift recipient. It takes the shipping equation out of it. And still, it offers a lot of choice to the person who's receiving it. So I think maybe in that sense, that's why gift cards are going to be very popular. But just beware that so many millions of dollars of them go unused every single year. So you maybe want to even make a chart of gift cards and dollar amounts and when you receive them and always check the back because some gift cards actually have a little trick on them that they have expiration dates. Yeah. And especially what I find worrisome is when people receive a gift card through email, it's really important to have an email sorter, you know, a folder set aside, or maybe even you put them all into some kind of a secure document. You know, you take a screen grab and put all of your gift cards digitally into some, whatever your system is, because that email can go by, you can thank the person that sent it, and then you forget about it. And then it's just there. And there are sites that you can actually sell gift cards on if you don't want them anymore. And you can get some of the value back. Have you ever used them before? I have not. Have you? I know Trey Baj recommends, I think gift card, gift card granny is her. (laughs) She recommends that one. That's a great one. I cannot remember the one that I actually used, but, uh, when I had more of a, a coffee addiction, I bought a coffee gift card for myself and you can <laughs> save anywhere from, you know, f- there's a range, 15, 10, 10 to 15 to 20% on these kind of resold gift cards or repackaged gift cards, if you will. And you, so you can do that both at benefit for yourself. So you can buy them and send them off, or you can even sell gift cards that maybe you have one from a brand that you just have no intention of using. Maybe you don't have that much interest. So you can sell it and then receive cash in, in whatever kind of prescribed form they have, whether that goes directly to your bank or you get it via PayPal or what have you. You know, that even reminds me of what we were talking about on Tuesday's show about building a wardrobe. I wonder if you could go on one of the sites and um, get a gift card, you know, like, like gift card granny is what comes to mind, but I know there's a few others that you could go if you were going to go shopping at a certain store and you could find a gift card and basically get an instant 10 to 15% savings off that store by buying yourself a gift card on one of these gift card resale websites, right? 
Absolutely. And a lot of retailers are offering incentives for you to buy gift cards, even if you if you decide not to do the resale, I, I just just came to mind, where if you buy a gift card for like $100, they'll give you a, a $20 bonus or the converse of that, it only costs $80, but get you $100 on the card. So a lot of retailers are really giving uh, buyers incentives to purchase the gift cards. Those are such great ideas. I I think I'm going to do that. I think that's a really good way to go, um, especially because number five, you know, a lot of people are not going into stores. So number five is brick and mortar retailers are ramping up their curbside pickup options. Have you done this? You know, I actually haven't, but I was so excited to learn that, you know, this was actually before the pandemic when I'd heard about curbside pickup and, and more and more retailers were doing it. Literally, you could have just for example, you could have like the Target app on your phone. You order, you know, online. You let them know you're going to do curbside pickup. You let the you let the store know that you're outside. It automatically communicates with them that you're outside and you and that you've been waiting for so x amount of time. And they literally bring it to your car. Now this was pre-pandemic. I, I feel like I was speaking about this maybe even two years ago or a year ago. Sorry, my my brain memory being what it is. But um, now, no, increasingly, right? You can you can do this almost, it feels like, at any retailer. You can go get art supplies at the art store and be curbside pickup. You can go um, to the the uh, kind of the CVS pharmacy and go stand outside. And there's, they have special lanes now that are cornered off just for curbside pickup. So this is very, very encouraging. And hopefully during this period of months that we've been home, you've been taking advantage of it. So you kind of get the the feel of it. I will tell you, I feel like my mother, um, and perhaps I don't, I don't want to generalize, but I just, I feel, she's very hesitant to do something like curbside pickup. They love to, my mom and dad, they love to go into the store and touch things and feel things and choose what they want and not have other people handling their things and then putting them into their car. Plus the whole aspect of having an app or, but it's not just an app. You sometimes it can be a text message that alerts you that they're outside. I did a food pickup recently where, uh, it was like a text exchange through their, through their texting system. So well, I hope my mom will hang in there because it's not just necessarily an app that you have to download, but there are different ways to communicate with the store to let them know that you're there. I have done it a number of times and I think the stores that I've gone to have been so well run and it's so well executed. I did Home Depot and you just, when you get there, you, you, there's certain parking spots that are designated for the pickup and you text them through their app, but I think you can just text them. I think they come back to you through a normal texting. It was very easy. And you tell them I'm in spot number two. And they come out, you pop your trunk and they put it in and they wave to you. And it was so wonderful. I did it at Best Buy, great experience as well. And we did it at Dick's Sporting Goods, um, all good. So I think the retailers, many of them have really stepped up and are doing an amazing job. And that brings us to the reality check of number six way that things are going to be different, longer wait times for in-store shoppers on Black Friday. I mean, are people even going to go for Black Friday? I mean, I feel like given everything going on and as we record this, there's talk of even more strict lockdowns in so many places. Is this even going to be a thing this year? Are, I don't know how stores are going to encourage people to come into the stores. Well, it's really like folks like my parents who really don't navigate the tech or are just not super comfortable with it as much. 
and are just used to shopping in person. So they maybe take advantage of early shopping hours for people who are within a certain age range. They're having these early morning hours for shopping. But I really feel like the retailers are trying to discourage people from coming in person. It might be such that you're in line and they're only allowing so many people in the store. And as you say, unfortunately, numbers are not really in our favor right now with the virus. So it, it might be such that stores are not a going to be able to accommodate a traditional Black Friday shopping experience. And people should really remember what you mentioned earlier, that if you buy something, very often if it goes on a discount within a certain period of time, say two weeks, and we're now within two weeks of Black Friday, you can often get the store to make that adjustment if you just keep your receipt and speak to them. So you may not need to go actually do that on Black Friday. The seventh one, number seven, actually makes me, I think, the most happy of everything. And this is that holiday return policies will be extended. Because if you're buying earlier and you're not gifting it till um, Hanukkah, Christmas, or Kwanzaa, whatever it may be, whatever you celebrate, that may not be as much of a buffer as it was in the past. And in particular, this is going to be advantageous if you're purchasing electronics as a gift because they are, a lot of retailers are extending those 10-day windows or 14-day windows only that you used to be able to have to return specifically electronics. So across the board, it's great that there are extended uh, return policies and exchange policies. However, here's the caveat. Just go ahead and return it as soon as possible. Like the, the minute you receive the gift and you're like, this is just, it's such a wonderful thought, but it's not quite for me. Um, just do it right away. Don't think, oh, I've got, you know, I've got two months to return. I have three months to return this. I'm just going to deal with it later in the spring. Uh, uh, no, because then you will forget. And then you are stuck with the ugly Christmas mug. Right. So, um, just, you know, keep that in mind. It is wonderful, but literally mark your calendar the minute you receive a gift that you don't care for and mark your calendar. I'm going to return it in a week's time and just get it done. And one of the most fun things that can happen after you do that is you can then um, use those credits or the money, if you want, guilt-free to buy yourself something you really want. So there's a little bit of an incentive there, right? And also, you know what I do is when I have something where I receive, let's say, um, my son would get repeat gifts for his birthday parties. You, you do it all one day. Whatever day it is, you put it on your calendar and you just put down, you know, an hour or two, whatever it is, and do them all at the same time. Especially now, you're probably putting them in the mail. One trip to the post office. Do it all at yeah. once. Don't do one a day. Like we used to do when I was writing thank you notes and stuff. You're like, okay, I'm going to do five thank you notes a day and get through it. No, do it all in one day. Um, before we get to um, talking about our takeaways and all that, I want to just bring in some responses from online because we did ask our friends at Money Friends Pod on our Instagram channel um, what they what they thought was going to be different. And we have Charn. 3,000 saying online, online, online. Um, Lizette in motion, more online, more objects. I think that's interesting. Uh, what do you think that means? More objects, more just stuff instead of experiences? Is that what it means maybe? Most likely because especially since travel is still on lockdown for most people, uh, right? I, you know, it's so funny because I love the experiences rather maybe than the stuff. So I had two years where all I did was experiences for the family. So, you know, that's, that's on hold. It's just on hold. We're not going to say lockdown. It's on hold for now. <laughs> <laughs> and what, let's just get to one more. Mr. Green 55555 says there are deals throughout all of November instead of just on one day, Black Friday. So 
So true, I think. And I think that takes a lot of stress out of things. I mean, why didn't we think of this earlier? Why did we need a pandemic to change the way we shop? I think this is a lot more just chill, right? Yeah, there's no FOMO. We don't have, there's no fear of missing out here because there are good sales. No matter when you come into the, it comes into play, you're probably going to get a good deal one way or another. And there's a lot of options. Even we haven't even talked about the after holiday sales. We can only handle Black Friday for now, but there are going to be ways that if you're exchanging or returning gifts that you can still take advantage of sales even after the holidays. So we have enough to worry about in our lives. Wait, hold the takeaway. We're going to have you back. But first, we need to still keep at it with our businesses, with organization of our finances. The way that I keep track of my money and my business is FreshBooks. I was literally using it before I officially started my business. I was still working as a TV anchor at Reuters and I had this idea for my book. Um, I've loved FreshBooks. It's super easy to invoice clients and even more important now, they have ways that you can even get pe- paid faster. They could even have you take credit cards without having to set up really complicated systems. It connects to my business banking account. It tracks everything. It makes tax time super easy. I can also go in at any time and see how my numbers are looking. Guys, accounting matters. And I also learned when I set up my business, receivables matter. You have to collect the money. We all get so caught up in the creative and doing the work and talking to our clients and enjoying what we're doing, but you have to actually stay on top of the accounting, even though other stuff is a lot more fun. FreshBooks takes away so many of the pain points with your accounting. Um, If you use our code, uh, go to moneywithfriendspodcast.com forward slash FreshBooks to check it out. If you do sign up for the first three months, you're going to get 60% off those first three months. So it's moneywithfriendspodcast.com forward slash FreshBooks for 60% off the first three months when you sign up. And by the way, if you guys have questions, you can DM me. Um, I love FreshBooks. I really do use it personally for years. And so DM me at BobbyRebel1 on Instagram if you have questions about FreshBooks. I'm always happy to talk about them. Amy. Let's do our takeaways. What do you think? Well, uh, there's more ways to shop this holiday season than ever. I think that's a good thing. I think it's making us think creatively, mapping things out a bit more because we might not be spending as much time in brick and mortar stores. So the ease of online shopping is great. Curbside pickup is great. The only things that you really want to be cautious of are allowing enough time for shipping um, so that things can get where they need to go, whether it's to you or to your recipient. And I just really want to eliminate the sense of panic because you can get great deals throughout the season uh, and just feel like you're going to get a really take, take advantage of the good deals that are available. Yeah. And I think that the move to online, so first of all, I echo everything that Amy says, but I think the move to online does take so much stress out of it and it allows you to be more organized and really more thoughtful and really comparison shop a lot more easily. We always could walk into a store and then go on an app and see if somebody had it cheaper and then go to that store and say, will you match it? So I can take it out this day, whatever. Now we don't have to go through all of that. We can just, um, you know, be methodical. I do encourage people to, maybe put aside an afternoon or something to do your shopping. Maybe you want to put things in your cart and see if you get a coupon. Sometimes that happens. If you sign up for a mailing list, you'll often get 10 to 15% off. You can always 
take yourself off the mailing list after the holiday season, but, you know, pick your favorite retailers. And sometimes if you also group your purchases, if it's something that is sold in multiple places, but you could get them all in one place. Sometimes if you group them, they will give you extra gifts. So maybe if you do a lot of your shopping in one place and then you, um, you reach a certain threshold, you'll get more gifts, which you can then give out as gifts or gift them to yourself. I did that recently. And look, you definitely have to be careful. You can get suckered. And it has happened to me into buying a little more than you expected, but that's okay. Returns are okay too. Don't be afraid to return if you goof up. Returns are a little more liberal this year than usual. So that's a good thing as well. Did I do okay, Amy? I feel like I got to live up to your wisdom as the shopping expert on our show this season. (laughs) Just want you to stick to those budgets for sure. Like plan out your spending budget per person, or maybe instead of getting gifts for everybody, your family is coordinating, just having um, a one person to person exchange. That's a good way to also cut down the budget and also to set price limits on gifts if you're doing family gifting so that people don't feel the pressure to bust their budget for the holidays. Very well said. Amy, before we let you go, what are you going to be up to for the next month? You'll be back in four weeks. So we look forward to seeing you then. But what, tell us about your holiday season expectations. Because I think by the time we get back, it'll be around, around the hall. It will be in the thick of it. Well, we will be in the, in the absolute rush of it. So I'm doing some early holiday fashion segments coming up. And I think possibly I'll have some things going on in December. We know in the TV world, I found out a little bit in the days to come and in the weeks to come. Um, I also recently uh, teamed up with Ancestry, which is really fun this past fall. And they were trying to help find what kind of unique ways to connect families. We're all looking to do so. I know my family's in California. I'm in Washington, DC. I haven't seen them. It'll be a year coming up pretty soon. And I know that this is the situation for a lot of families. So we had a really fun discussion when I was working with Ancestry because I was able to link them to our historical past. I mean, we were pioneers on the Oregon Trail. I didn't know that. I had family in Missouri. I didn't know that. Like, it was really kind of... I I had a a very forward uh, ancestor who actually was left his family of multiple children. He had five kids and his wife to go to the gold rush and try to strike his luck at gold. So it was really been kind of a fun and interesting dialogue. And right now through the end of November, they're having some different specials. One of them is Ancestry DNA, which I haven't done by the way, but helps you map out your ethnicity traits and gives you a closer match because it actually requires a little swab from the cheek. Um, and it's only $59, uh, which is really kind of fantastic for an Ancestry subscription. That's amazing. I actually think I'm going to check that out. I'm getting very curious and I feel like it's way over Thanksgiving since we're all sort of separated with just our, our households. We can't really be with our extended family as we often are. That is something we could all do sort of a group call over and discuss our results. And maybe it will open up questions for the older relatives that maybe they don't think to tell us. Oh, my parents were wowed. They were like, you're kidding. And they were literally you, like, you have to call uncle. You've got to call auntie. You've got to inform them of all this information I've learned. I thought, you know, we should probably just do a group call. <laughs> but yeah. I mentioned my parents aren't tech savvy, right? A, a group call. <laughs> a group call. Whatever technology works for your family, I think is great. But I love that <laughs> idea that it's sort of like, I don't want to call it a game, but it's sort of something you guys could do over Thanksgiving to be together and have something new, fresh, and hopefully really cool to talk about, depending on what you find out. But I Hopefully it's really good stuff and it's 
just going to be, I don't know. It just sounds like a lot of fun to connect with family that way. So I think that's a great suggestion and I'm glad you're working with them. Um, what else is going on? I know you're on the today show this week, so people should Mm -hmm. definitely check that out on Thursday. Um, and where can people follow you and keep up with all of your television appearances until you're back with us in a month? Oh, I'm at, uh, at Amy E. Goodman, kind of across all channels, whether it's Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook, you can find me there through literally all social. And that's the same for my website. It's just my name, Amy E. Goodman. The E is kind of key. There's another Amy Goodman journalist, as you may know, um, with more of a political bent, but I'm, I'm the lifestyle journalist, Amy E. Goodman. <laughs> well, we love having lifestyle journalist, Amy Goodman here, and you can learn more about Amy and all of our thought leaders on our website, Money with friendspodcast.com. And you can also learn more about Adam Carroll, who's going to be here with Joe on Thursday's show. So on that note, thank you, everyone. We'll see you manana. Bye. Bye. Show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.